What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? I got a question for you, Arch. Okay. Um, you're, you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, right? Uh, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Um, have you missed a season of theirs? Like, have you have you just like just did not watch an entire season of, of theirs? Just just not watch anything. No, no. I even watched every game of the Scott Pioli era. OK, so uh, my question to you is, is when did Andy Reid find the time to go be a high school coach in, in Georgia? I don't I don't follow you. Oh, okay. You see, um, I do believe Jeff Saturday prior to the NFL was a high school coach in Georgia. And I assume that he went to the Andy Reid School of Clock Management. Oh. Sex Panther, what's going on? I'm done with I'm done with you. I'm yeah, we're done we're done with him. That was a smooth transition. Yeah, it's Tuesday, which means we get to talk about Monday night football. <laughs> which means I get to brag about not watching sleep, sleeping right through it. So I feel like I missed a thing, Max. Whoa. You missed a lot. I missed a lot, too, apparently. Uh, it was it was a game. They had a game last night that was played on Monday uh, at, at nighttime. So uh, it, it lived up to its name of Monday Night Football because it certainly was a football game playing on Monday night. Uh, was it anything interesting? Not really. I mean, you know, the, the main takeaways are that uh, the Colts still suck. You know, that uh, Jeff Saturday um, probably cost them a chance, a better chance at, at winning or, or tying it, right? I mean, um, that, that was my biggest takeaway is that, you know, uh, whoever – you know, listen, whatever reasonings you brought Jeff Saturday in, I think it was more for like a motivation, inspiration thing, not because of his head coaching skills or abilities or experience. Um, but the guys around him did a poor job of telling him, hey, call a fucking timeout. We got three of them. <laughs> you know, uh, it was towards the end of the game. And, and you know, we, we can't we can't pocket these for another game. Is that, is that the assumption? Is that, oh, if we, if we don't use them now, we can save them for a later day, you know, the rainy day. Um Listen, I mean, you know, I, I, I felt that the Steelers were going to be a tough opponent for this Colts team. And, um, you know, I think there was a lot of belief that the Colts were going to come out strong based off of how hard they played Philadelphia. But I think that's more of a matchup issue. I think uh, the Colts presented a matchup issue with Philadelphia as opposed to the Colts actually being a good team. As, uh, in, this team still has a, as in Philadelphia didn't really care about the matchup and didn't prep that hard. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's the, That's yes, the matchup yes. issue. Uh, yeah. The, the, the matchup issue was that uh, Philadelphia took them lightly, did not even like bother to probably watch game footage of that and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and just went into it figuring that they were going to win. And they did. Uh, I think the Colts have, uh, have, a, have a ton of issues. And, and I think it dates back to even a few seasons ago when we started to, uh, you know, uh, Arch, you were the first one to kind of like bang the drum, same way you bang the drum about Green Bay's defense is a few years ago when everyone was saying that the Colts have an elite defense. 
and you're like, oh, hold, hold up, hold up. And it's kind of that defense has kind of unraveled since then, and it's it's not um, it's not kept the personnel intact, and it's it's a it's a you know it's a watered down version of what the defense used to be, and offensively, ah, Maddie Ice, it's time to it's time to hang it up, right? It's it's time to it's time it's time to just retire, buddy. It's 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 okay. It's okay. Um, Marcus Marriott is doing more better things in Atlanta than you've done in the last few years, and I think it's uh, the writing's on the wall. It's time for you to hang out with Philip Rivers. Mm. Uh, Phil Philip Rivers did his last swan song in in uh, in, 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 in India as well. So go, go hang out with Philip Rivers. Uh, Arch, I, you watch the game? I did watch the game. I want to hear thoughts? some. I want to hear Panthers thoughts too on this one though, because oh, okay. he he just looks at the numbers. So I'm curious what the numbers say to him. Well, then I mean the numbers. First off, the numbers say. They didn't run the the Colts didn't run the ball very effectively, and Pittsburgh did, particularly with Benny Snell stepping in and averaging almost six yards per carry. Benny Snell's one of the more underrated backup running backs in the league. I really like this kid, and any time he gets out there and uh, has an opportunity, he puts on a show. But as I talked about yesterday, when we kind of did, you know. Kenny Pickett's getting better. Like his efficiency was there, mm-hmm. but he didn't throw any touchdown passes, but he didn't throw any interceptions. And when you're looking at Maybe I don't that's want, probably don't, don't, where one of the big improvements that you want is don't turn the ball over. Mike, am, am I rosing? A little bit. Um, but uh, Matt Ryan, you know, had the a bad hand because of the halftime you're 16 to 3 now you got to throw the ball you're pretty much game planned out of taking john you know jonathan taylor being able to run the ball up they came back actually had the lead and then you know shit it away but um the, the stats said to me that it was what we thought in game with two offensively challenged teams Pittsburgh's got the higher upside, and in reality, Indianapolis is probably in the better situation losing just because they've got to get a quarterback. But Matty Ice, this, this has to be one and done, right? Oh, it has to be one and done. And I went digging because I thought this was the case, but Max, the Falcons, when they traded away Matty Ice, they ate $40.5 million, uh dead cap space just to get rid of him. This is the largest known dead money charge for any player all time, according to ESPN. Wow, they knew it was I mean, time. I, they I, knew it was time to go. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that they ended up saving some money as a, uh, you know, because again, like, what are they paying Mariota? Uh, is, he, is he getting a bag of beans this yeah, year? It's got to I mean, be, got to be. You know, is, is he getting the Geno Smith uh, deal? I mean, that's that's really got to be it. Um, yeah, listen, yeah, they, 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 I, I think they saw it for. Um, well over a year that you know he, he was on the decline. Um, a lot of it was like, oh well, Julio Jones has been injured, and the wide receivers, and blah blah blah. It's, he's just he, he's just got a diminished skill set at this point. And and some some quarterbacks are able to hold on longer than others. I mean, we we again like we look at the, the Rodgers and the Brady, but those those guys can't be the fucking example for the world right now. Right? We can't we can't look at Tom Brady and say, oh well, quarterbacks can play until the until forty five. We we can't no, say he's that. An oddity. You know, we can't. So we can't even look at Rodgers yeah. like, oh well, he won two MVPs in his late thirties. You know, going into forty, like we can't do that and expect that of these quarterbacks. Uh, you know, as great as Peyton Manning was, his second Super Bowl, he was a fucking fraction of himself out oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah, you know, and injuries, injuries caught. I, I get that injuries caught up with with Manning, but like injuries plus age or just age alone. 
it's very rarely that a quarterback can play at a high expected level well into their late 30s. Um, and and Philip Rivers, he could still sling the ball towards the end. He could sling the ball right to the other fucking team. You know? <laughs> he still had a cannon for an arm, and that cannon went right to the other jersey. Right. You know? Then they brought in Dickhead, and they got rid of him as fast as they could because nobody well, likes yeah, him. Yeah, no one likes Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one likes Dickhead. He's fucking out of there. Uh, but it's you know, listen, uh, he, he's he's got that statue outside of Philadelphia too, right? It's 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 him on crutches on the sidelines as as uh, Nick Foles Watching Nick. up the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got to wonder what the fuck the Colts are going to do, because I mean, El- Ellinger's not the guy. Ellinger, you're right. I mean, Ellinger's not the fucking guy. They got a good look at him at some point. Um, do they give him another look? Does, does Saturday give him a look now that he's he's in there? Because uh, remember, Saturday said, like, Matt Ryan gives us the best chance to win. Well, uh, Saturday, Which is you're one, true. You're one, you're one and two, though. I get it. I but get it. It. <laughs> it gives you the best chance to win. You're one and fucking <sighs> two right now. Uh, I you're not winning. He might give you the best chance, but you're not winning. So maybe get, maybe he's got to get his eyes on Ellinger and see, you know, when he gets inevitably, he's going to get the fucking job, right? I mean, is unless he doesn't want it, he's still going to get the fucking job. He, he can fucking lose the rest of the fucking season and then uh, fucking uh, Ursa is still so? going to fucking. You think so? Oh, man. Ursa seems like the fucking guy that's just, he, he made up his mind and he doesn't want to be wrong. But he is wrong. This was a bad hire. Uh-huh. I know. It was a terrible hire. And, and but but do you think Ursa is going to admit he's wrong and move away from Saturday? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. If Saturday could, uh, you know, surround himself with experienced, very capable coordinators, he could maybe learn on the job because I, I, he's got the right demeanor. He's a very intelligent guy, but he just doesn't have the experience. And if he gets the right coordinators to support him, it could maybe work. But right now, in a quarterback-driven league, they've got a rookie. It's not well. He's not really a rookie, second or third-year player. Ellinger's not very good, and Matt Ryan stopped being good three or four years ago. Like they've got a, a very big quarterback problem. Well, well I, I, I got a crazy idea for you. Here you go. Who in recent memory? Who's the only team that has has traded a coach that we we remember? Coach trading. Coach trading. There was one, wasn't I, I don't Raiders, look. Tampa Bay. Right? Raiders. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Raiders, yeah. Raiders yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay, right? When, when, when Gruden got traded uh, from the Raiders to Tampa Bay, right? So the Raiders, they've got a head coach that they're not in love with, right? Right? Uh, just, uh, hear my logic here, right? they got a head coach they're not in love with Are who you... happens to be one of the top offensive oh. coordinators of all time and the guy who cucked the Colts yeah. already. Maybe Ursay says, hey, let me bring McDaniels in to be the offensive coordinator with Saturday and oh. I'll eat that fucking money. I'll eat the money from Raiders. Raiders, Panther, you take that, right? You take that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, will, I will support that only if the Raiders... <laughs> Hire Biachi. <laughs> Pisaccia, yeah. Pisaccia, yeah. The guy whose name we can't fucking remember. That guy. Hire him. He's a good fucking coach. We can't remember his goddamn name, but he's a good fucking coach. That's how you know he's a good coach. His name didn't matter. <laughs> God knows how many times I've misspelled Belichick. I still can't get it right after all these fucking years. Is it an I? It's an E? I don't fucking know. He's, he's, he's no. just, I just call him Bill. <laughs> all right. So real quick. So we got a few more minutes before we have to go to a break. Matt Ryan's, he's got to be done. One and done. His, his career is over. So I pose this question. He is a career stat stuffer. Is he going in the Hall of Fame? Do you put him in the Hall of Fame? No. 
I don't put him in, but I think he's going in. I think he'll be right there behind Philip Rivers, who doesn't deserve to go either. Um, I, I don't think Ryan makes it. I mean, I, Rivers probably makes it. I, I think Rivers, Rivers probably makes it. I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Matt Ryan makes it. No. Would he have made? Would he have made it if they won that Super Bowl? They would have ran yes. the damn ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I listen. I think, I think a Super Bowl carries a lot of weight when you're a stat stuffer. You know, I, I, I feel like um, Stafford probably punched his ticket into the Hall of Fame with with that Super Bowl win. I, Super Bowl wins matter when it comes to those guys that are just fucking eating, gobbling up stats. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and, and then you look at the opposite of it. I mean, we, we've had this debate before. Does Eli Manning make the uh, the Hall of Fame? And I think my answer is yes. With those rings? Two Super yeah. Bowls. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. Would no, I? Would I be one of the ones that get this percentage? Yeah. No. A fraction fraction of the stats of, of of Matt Ryan, right? Fraction of the stats of Philip Rivers, uh, which those two guys are always going to be linked together anyway, right? It's it's going to be uh, Rivers, pretty much Rivers, uh, Roethlisberger, and and then Manning, right? Those, those are the, but specifically Rivers and Manning because of the trade that went down. Um, you know, so I I don't think I don't think Ryan is is going to make the Hall of Fame. No, no, absolutely not. I, I don't Nor think should he. he. No, Nor should he. No, I don't think he should. Yeah, he's the Frank Gore of quarterbacks. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I think we just have to look at this era of football much differently now. Uh, guys are going to put up bigger numbers than, you know, I mean, uh, think of the ultimate, I won't say stat stuffer, but the ultimate stat guy that never won a Super Bowl was, was Marino, right? Marino Marino had all the fucking records for all those years, did not win a Super Bowl. But I would, I would argue that he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame because he did it at a time where it was much tougher right. to put up those numbers. Yeah, well, now, dear. now it's I mean, you're looking at uh, some of these uh, these third third year players that have, you know, more uh, throwing yards than some fucking Hall of Fame quarterbacks do third year, third, fourth year players have more fucking throwing yards right now in their career than Hall of Fame quarterbacks do because the fact it's just it's so fucking different. It's easy to fucking throw all these yards now. Well, that's where I was going to go with it. I think I'd read something just a few weeks ago. Patrick Mahomes has more yards and I believe touchdowns than Troy Aikman. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Holmes is what, 20, 27 years old. Uh, listen, I know we got a lot of Cowboys fans that listen to the show, so don't get me started on Troy Aikman and, and where I think that he belongs in the He's Hall of Fame. That, he wasn't that good. Oh, no. He, wasn't, he, he was not that good. No. No, uh, no he, he, he like, Troy Aikman is not a Hall of Famer, like, honestly, in, in my opinion. But he is because he got the rings. Right? Yeah, you know, was a, that was a loaded team. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, Vikings. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, talk talk about. Uh, we're, we're probably going to look at uh, uh, Seattle in in a, in a couple of years and say, "Holy shit, Seattle's a juggernaut! They're the greatest fucking football team ever." <laughs> they, they traded Russ Wilson and got all those fucking draft picks. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, listen. Uh, speaking of Russell Wilson, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of fucking chatter about how uh, it could he could be a one and done guy in Denver. What do you they do with might, that contract? Uh, oh, oh, where does he go? Yeah, he's he's currently sporting the second most expensive annual contract in the league. Indianapolis, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Ursay, Ursay's dumb and he's crazy and he's drunk, but he ain't gonna do it. <laughs> All right, talking about crazy, dumb, and drunk. Let's talk about the book club because there's a lot of crazy, drunken, sometimes dumb people in here. If you look at the, some of the bets that we make, but there's also some smart people. There's a lot of smart people that hang out in the book club, and you should follow them. Don't follow the dumb people making bets, like 
me and the NBA, uh, follow smart people that make money in college basketball and fucking football, soccer, whatever the fuck is going on. And you can get access to this book club if you go to thedgens.net. You can sign up now for three free days. And after that is $35 a month. Panther, we did honor your fucking Black Friday deal that, that, you, that you did. So we did honor that. But that's done now. It's back up to $35 a month if you want access to it. And get access to all those picks and hang out with us and spicy memes and uh, fucking pop culture shit and talk uh, movies. Uh, Panther, have you, did, did you see the, the Black Panther movie yet? No, but I get my daughter this weekend, and I do plan on going to see it this weekend. All right, so Panther will post a, a movie review in the pop culture section after he's <laughs> done was. seeing that, uh, and you could read that review if you book it! Over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS. That's D-E-G-E-N-S. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There's a lot of Carson Wentz bashing on this show, but there's a stat and it's up on screen for everybody in the book club to see. Carson Wentz has two more passing TDs than Russell Wilson this season, and he hasn't played since week six and has been benched. (laughs) MVP. Man, 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 man. What do we got today? Not a lot, right? Three games. Not a lot of stuff. NBA. Uh, Panther, you betting all three? I'm betting them all. Uh, I figured you were. I'm only going to bet one. And the one game that I'm going to bet is probably the probably the fucking one that you should probably avoid. And that's the Clippers in Portland because both teams are significantly banged up here. Who the fuck knows is actually soon up for L.A.? I know none of their quote-unquote big three are playing tonight. Paul George is out. Fucking Kawhi is out. Uh, who's the third guy? Uh, fucking John Wall. John Wall. They're all out. But... This Portland team has not been the same team without Damian Lillard out there. He is still out there. He's still going to miss this game. I think Portland grabs the win today. I just think the skeleton crew of this Clippers team, they fucking play hard. I think they keep it close. I will do a $10 bet on LA with the three and a half. Can I get three and a half still? Yeah. I'll take the three and a half on the Clippers. Did you see the stat line that Zubak put up the last time the quote-unquote big three missed their game? 
the guy put up 31 points and 29 rebounds. And I believe he had about four blocks in that game. Could be another monster night for Zubox. If you guys do the, the daily fantasy, maybe look at Ivan Zubok as your center. But uh, outside of that, maybe, you know, Terrence Mann. Uh, I, I don't know where they're getting their scoring. They don't score a lot when Paul George and Kawhi aren't out there. They'll struggle to get to 100. Portland's at home. Uh, I, I think Portland is a little deeper they're a lot deeper when the big three aren't playing. I'll eat the three and a half and think Portland can get back to their winning ways, put 10 bucks on the Blazers. I, I can get you three, Panther. I'll that take are, the three. A pretty decent number. All right. There we go. But I like that plus three and a half. Max was, uh, Max was beside himself that we weren't agreeing yesterday, but we're agreeing now. I love the Clippers <laughs> plus the points. You shouldn't agree with you me know, yesterday. Si- yeah, I, I was um, gonna say it was probably a good thing because honestly, like my my overall picks and and, and my picks went well. My bets, see, that's that's my problem. Is is I should just bet them all. I, I had a rough I had a rough day yesterday. There's yeah. no getting yeah. around NBA. Uh, thank you, Kansas, for covering Steve's minus yeah. seven thousand <laughs> bet though. <laughs> uh, I'll take the Clippers for ten bucks plus three and a half. All right, uh, that's the only game I'm on. So Panther, what else you got? Uh, so the other two games, we'll start with the Knicks hitting the road going against Detroit. Uh, Knicks, not that great on the road, but Detroit, not that great at all. This is one of those plays where I think I can just fade the Pistons all season long and probably come out on the profit. Minus five, I think Randall and and True can probably handle that. So I'll lay the five and put 10 bucks on the Knicks. I don't know, man. So no Cade Cunningham for Detroit, right? Um, and and that's, uh, I guess... That that's the big loss for them. The the Knicks, I think it's only uh, quickly is the only guy that's 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 uh, gonna miss for them. Um, I like the Knicks to win this one. I I kind of like Detroit at home getting the five though. I mean, uh, the, this Knicks team has been so fucking subpar. Like, I mean, they they had moments earlier in the season when I was like, man, this Knicks team is is got an optimistic fucking uh, mm-hmm. bright future, and then they fucking fell off the face of the goddamn earth. I think this Knicks team is beatable. I don't think they get beat tonight, but I don't know if they cover the five. I'll lean Detroit. Yeah, with a five and a half is what we're seeing. I gotta jump on Detroit here. That that hook is just too tempting. And if it's going this way, maybe you just sit on it and wait, wait for it to get to mm-hmm, six. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, uh, give me ten yeah. bucks on the Pistons plus five and a half. I still got the minus five, right? You got the yep. minus five. All right, good. Vegas agrees with me. And I got it on the Chief. Last game up, the Golden State Warriors on the road, taking on the Dallas Mavericks. It's like Dallas is supposed to be signing Kemba Walker, bringing some uh, support in the second unit for Luka and Crew. But I don't know if Kemba's going to be a real difference maker for this team. It's Luka, uh, Christian Wood, and pretty much everybody else. Golden State. Kind of right at their ship. They're on a three-game winning streak here, uh, playing better on the road. They have three games this week, and the next two are back-to-backs. So I wouldn't be surprised in one of those games, and some or all of the, the big guys get benched, which means everybody will play tonight. I think we see the Warriors A game. I like the Warriors minus the point and a half. I put 10 bucks on Golden State to get the win. Yeah, moral support too. I, I've got Golden State winning this one. They they have been playing a little bit better on the road than I mean what they were like started the season like zero and five, zero and six or something like that on the road. Um, so they finally found a way to to play better on the road. Um, I, yeah, I like them to win today, but I only have them winning by like two points. So I mean, it's such a fucking razor's edge of of uh, uh, you know a betting spread for me. I think the I think the books got this one right. Um, but as Arch will tell you, fuck Dallas. So uh, a lean on the Warriors. 
I was going to bet Dallas because I had a two and a half, but it is long gone. I'm going to lean Dallas with this one and a half. Two and a half, I was going to bet them. I just don't like it. At this margin's too small. There's nothing, nothing needs to add. That's all three games for today. Still hunting. No, nothing. Let's go to hockey. All right, I got two games on the ice tonight, and we'll start off with Carolina and Pittsburgh. Uh, Carolina finally broke their losing streak with a win over the Flames a few days back. And on the same day, Pittsburgh broke their winning streak. So uh, if you look at both teams over the course of the season, uh, the the word to description, the adjective to use for both of them is just uneven, right? Um, And with both teams having Stanley Cup aspirations, they're going to need to find a way to get some consistent play from here on out, especially if they want to keep up with teams like Boston and New Jersey. Uh, For Carolina, it really has come down to the offensive side of things. Based on expected goals and high danger shots, their offense should be producing more. Uh, So hopefully for them, it will start producing and uh, maybe they'll win some more games. For Pittsburgh, Really, it's it's Tristan Jarry, plain and simple. When these when this guy's on his game, this team is a contender. When he's up giving up easy shots, I mean, they come in droves. Like uh, he gives up four or five in a clip when when he's off. And uh, I think tonight's going to be a test for him. And I'm hoping he fails that test because I have an eleven dollar bet on Carolina. And not a game I'm on. Two teams with high aspirations, but playing very, like you said, uneven, inconsistent hockey. Pittsburgh seems to be playing much better than they were at the beginning of the season, and Carolina just can't get anything going right now. I'll lean Pittsburgh, but this isn't one of the games I'm on. All right. All right. Last one up for me. Uh, let's talk the Seattle Kraken at the Los Angeles Uh-oh. Kings. Um, yeah, listen, man, Seattle's got a nice win streak going on as they head to L.A. And, and you got to remember these two teams matched up uh, about 10 days ago and the Kraken got the better of the Kings in overtime. And I think they get the better of them again today. Uh, Kings are sliding right now and it should have been predicted in October. I actually I pulled it up in October. They were riding a league leading PDO for a while. They they were the luckiest team in the league and that's normalized a bit. Now they're about, you know, right even PDO where they should be. So some of those lucky shots are not falling for them anymore. And uh, that, that those lucky shots were making up for some subpar goaltending. I think the, the Kraken should probably drop off at some point, too, because guess what? They currently rank in PDO is second. <laughs> they are the second luckiest team in hockey right now. So they'll probably even out at some point. I'm just hoping the luck doesn't run out tonight. I think they go into Los Angeles, get the win. I was getting a plus 102 or something like that. Is someone get a plus line on the Kraken? Uh, plus 110 says here at MGM. OK, well, excellent. $11 bet on Seattle. Yeah, this is one of the games that I'm on, and I like the way the Kraken are playing. Uh, the Kings, I, I like them, don't love them, don't hate them, don't trust them. So with a plus line, I had them at plus 110. I'm with Max here. I like the Kraken uh, for 10 bucks. All right. I'm choking here. I'm dying. We'll see yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. Uh, what else are you betting on today? There's no devils. Uh, There's no devils. Sorry, there's no devil. Uh, one that got, there is a Boston, but I'm not, but I'm not betting That's it. That's a hell of a matchup, man. That's it's, a good one, man. It's a good one, but I'm not going to bet that one. I'm going to look at my Islanders. I believe I'm kind of an Islander homer hitting the road, going to Philadelphia. You know, you'd be tempted to take the Flyers with that plus line, but I just don't think they match up with the Islanders very well. And the Islanders are playing pretty good on offense. They still have that stellar defense. It's a shit ton of chalk, but I think the Islanders get the win. I'll lay the 190 and put 10 bucks on New York. 
I don't know if Arch is verifying this, but BetMGM has a minus 175. And if that's the reality, you got to fucking jump on the Islanders. That's for fucking sure. Uh, everywhere I'm looking, it's it's minus uh, you know, 195, minus 200 or something like that. So if you can get a minus 175 on the Islanders, that's an absolute no-brainer of a play. Um, at the minus 195 or 200, um, it still should probably be the play. I, I'm not high up on this Philadelphia team. You know, they started off very hot. They were one of the luckiest teams in in, in the league. Uh, Carter Hart was playing out of his fucking mind, and that's kind of normalized a bit. And now this team is easily beatable, even at home. Um, so yeah, I do think the Islanders are the play here today. So uh, Mortal Sport lean on New York. Uh, New York is minus 185 at Pinnacle, minus 175 at MGM. Fucking take it, man. You fuck MGM. MGM's a place, man. Take that. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. Uh, what else, Panther? Uh, last game up, Colorado hitting the road, going on north of the border, going to take on Winnipeg. Uh, this is just out of principle. Colorado's really not playing that great by Avalanche standards. But if I can get Colorado at minus 135, it's just a de facto va- uh, value play. So I'll jump on the Avs minus 135. Maybe they're not supposed to win this. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Colorado's not the same team we saw last year that was so dominant. But at minus 135, I'm going to jump on them. Uh, yeah, listen, I think uh, I, I think Colorado is the play as well. Um it's a, some weird line movement though it kind of freaked me out right um it's uh it's just uh opened up minus 150 down to minus 129 in some books it just seems a little bit fucking off to me uh i do have colorado winning this one freaked out by the line movement i'll lean the avalanche mm. that is all i have in hockey i didn't all see right. any major underdogs that had a real shot like florida or First off, there's not that many big lines, but no, no. I, just I don't mean, see uh, I like Florida. I think it's uh, it's good. Uh, you know, I'd say Tampa Bay has a puncher's chance of upsetting Boston, uh, but the plus one thirty four just wasn't doing it for me. You know, it's not um, enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think yeah, I think Na- Nashville fucking rolls Anaheim, so I don't I don't see a ton of value on 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 taking a lottery ticket on 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 the Ducks. So yeah, not not a lot of uh, dog plays today. I mean, uh, Seattle's probably your best dog play at the plus one seven yeah. if you can get it. Yeah. Any comments right. to speak of? Nope. Nope. Nothing no, today. Everyone's no. quiet today. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's quiet today. It's a Tuesday. No one fucking cares. But we do have some guys listening live. Uh, you know, so. Uh, Oh, they're just listening. They don't feel like uh, participating today. So uh, oh, they okay. get uh, Mike. Mike Rose is gonna uh, write a comment as I'm uh, as I'm talking. Mike's always got I, something I, to say. I was about to like uh, give them a zero on the participation award today. Oh. You know, the, uh, perfect attendance, but uh, zero participation. You know, uh, Mike's saying, "Have a great fucking day, gentlemen." There, there you, you go. go. All right, you too, it. Mike. Yeah. What do we talk about today? We talked about Monday Night Football. We talked about Jeff Saturday and all that. <laughs> it's a bad hire. That was a bad hire. And yeah. Max thinks he's as bad as Andy Reid at clock management. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. Lofty goals. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we talked about the NBA and NHL. Max, that is it. That is it. Listening to our picture picks. Anyone picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you live, please. Highs, rank, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'm going to get that Seattle Kraken. I think that is my favorite play of the day. I like the Seattle Kraken. Arch, what do you like? Uh, Clippers. Plus the points, plus three and a half. Nice. Clippers plus the three and a half. Uh, you know, I'm going to kill the value, but I got so much support from Max. I'm going to take the Islanders minus the 175. But then with the Kraken, the Clippers, that is your degenerate parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, 
exclusively. It is the book club. That's where we're hanging out. You can shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday. What you're doing today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.